Hi, and welcome back to the Business Casual. My name is Stacy, and today I'm joined by the co-founder of Swab Inc., Stephanie Florio. Stephanie, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Why don't you just start by introducing yourself, telling us where you live, what you do, where you're currently at in your career, and maybe how you've been keeping busy throughout the quarantine. Of course. So thank you so much for having me today. Um, Like you mentioned, my name is Stephanie, and I am the co-founder of Swab. Um, And you're probably thinking, well, what is Swab? And Swab is a job app that my brother and I had created uh, with a focus on younger job seekers and employers in high turnover industries. So how it works is a user will download our app, answer a few simple questions, uh, they put in their resume, and then similar to the dating app Tinder, If they do not want to apply to a job, they swipe left. And if they do want to apply to a job, they would swipe right. Uh, So we target a lot of younger job seekers. So uh, students in high school, college, university who are looking for their entry level part-time positions. Um, And for employers, we target employers in higher turnover industries. So like retail, food service, and our website's built specifically for them. That's where they can screen candidates, Uh, call them in for an interview, all on our website. So it's like a one-stop shop so they don't have to be bombarded with those physical pieces of paper, the resume. For sure. Um, And so what we've been doing, yes, it's been very interesting uh, the time that we're living in right now. And um, quarantine has been, I would, you know, it's tough to say. It's kind of been a little bit of a blessing in disguise because we've really taken the time to focus on our business and improve our business for the better. So we've made some changes on our website. We are starting to expand into the U.S. And we've noticed that, yes, although a lot of places and a lot of um, even the employers that we work with, they're in the high turnover industries, they've closed down, but we've really seen an opportunity in other areas. So like warehouses, delivery services, grocery stores, and for our users, Uh, We've seen even a more mature audience starting to use the app as well. And now we've created an online version so you can actually um, apply through our website as well because a lot more mature audience is using it because a lot of people sadly have lost their jobs during this time. So we've definitely been keeping busy, which is amazing. And I'm, I'm so happy to be one of the companies that's keeping busy right now and just improving for the better. And uh, we're all going to get through this. So hey, when we come out of it, why not have the best service as possible? 100%. I'm glad that you've seen, you know, a change in your business, but hopefully a change for the better. And congratulations that you mentioned you're trying to move into the American market. That's a really big step for a company. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Like we always do on the Business Casual podcast, we like to start with 10 rapid fire questions. (laughs) So I'm going to ask a question. You have about five seconds to answer. Have fun with it. And this is just giving our listeners a chance to get to know you on a personal level. So when you are ready, we will start. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) All right. First question. What would you take with you on a deserted island? Okay. So originally I wanted to say my husband, but when I first (laughs) saw this answer or this question, I thought pizza. (laughs) Pizza. Yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) you're actually one of our first guests uh our second guest from the toronto area so what's your favorite thing to do from toronto awesome uh definitely go out to restaurants i love trying new food and we have a great restaurant scene here in toronto yeah we really do a lot of amazing restaurants in the gta and toronto area Mm -hmm. favorite guilty pleasure 
Um, I'm obsessed with the Real Housewives, so I would say that's <laughs> me too. <I laughs> Definitely, yeah, it's they're, great. They're so that's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Favorite city you've ever been to? Ooh, um, I absolutely love New York. I think it's it's kind of similar to Toronto, a little bit different, yeah, but yeah, got that Toronto it. vibe. Um, <laughs> as a child, what was your dream dream job? Um, I actually always wanted to be an entrepreneur, so I'm I'm living my dream job. Yay! <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into the official interview part, and I know you kind of started talking a little bit more about Swab, mm -hmm. but maybe talk a little bit more about, like, why you started it and, like, where you were at when you started it, and um, a little bit more about, like, how it's grown and what it means to you. Definitely. So uh, when we first started, so it is my brother and I who are the co-founders, and Yes, we are a sibling team. I know that you and your sister are also obviously a sibling team. And yes. we like to tell everybody, you know, we still talk, we still get along. So all good there. Um, and how it started was my brother's frustration of looking for a job. He honestly thought that there had to be an easier way. And at the time he was using the dating app Tinder. And we put two and two together and thought, okay, well, what if there is like a, a Tinder for jobs? And even though, you know, we thought it's a cool idea, but there are so many job boards out there. Like what would make us unique? What would make us different? And what we realized was we spent a year actually doing research because we thought, yeah, there's, like I said, a ton of job boards out there. Why would somebody choose Swab versus an Indeed, for example? And what we did was uh, we went into malls and we found that over 5,000 students, we spoke to them and found that they're still, you know, printing out resumes, um, handing them in at malls or going out, handing them out, not even knowing if these places are hiring. And it's like, okay, the younger generation, like, how is that still happening? That's how I applied to a job. Everything is online. Everything is digital now. You're using your cell phone literally for everything. Yeah, for sure. There definitely is a spot in the market, I think. And it sounds like it's been received really well by students mm -hmm. my age and other kids my age. And I can totally understand where they're coming from because we love that social media mm -hmm. type of app. Um, just a quick question. So when users get on the app and they build their profile, mm -hmm. is it kind of like, you know, they include their resume and like a picture of themselves and that's what the employer sees, the employer see like their name, like on that side of it, how does it work? Yeah, for sure. So um, we definitely, when you download the app, it's completely free for job seekers and it's available both in the Google Play and the App Store. So when they download the app, they answer a few simple questions. So we ask them like, are you legally eligible to work in Canada? When are you available to work? So what we found through our research was these were the questions that were asked even before an employer had an opportunity to look at your resume. So if you're going to a store, for example, and you hand in your resume, nine out of 10 times, an employer is going to say, hey, when are you available to work? How many hours are you available to work? And write it on your resume before they have a chance to see it. So we wanted to ask these questions to give the employer as much information upfront as possible. Um, and all of our questions are click through, super easy, we get it. Like who wants to type a full out resume on their cell phone? Nobody does. So that's why your user experience is everything. If you're using something that's too complicated, like you're not gonna wanna use it again. Yeah. So we really took the time to make that experience as simple and easy as possible, which is why we created a prototype first, did all, um, these focus groups to really understand, you know, do people get it? And I think especially with um, 
younger job seekers, when they hear Tinder for jobs, they understand it right away. Like sometimes they see our branding and come up to us and say, hey, is this like Tinder, but for jobs? And we're like, yes, you don't need to know about your dating story. It's literally swipe left (laughs) and right, same functionality. Great branding, definitely great branding. And I just, I have to ask, what is it like being a sibling team? I know that me and my sister just started this venture, but we are constantly at each other's throats. So I just had to ask, what's that been like? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. how have people in the marketplace like responded to it when you meet with people and tell them your sibling (laughs) team? Yeah, Uh, it's definitely interesting. I love my brother, obviously. And there are times where we are arguing. Um, We have a lot of brainstorming sessions. And, you know, if I don't agree with something, I'm going to tell him. And if he doesn't agree with something that I say, he's going to tell me. And the nice thing about working with a sibling is that you can be so open and honest with them and not have to feel like you have to hold back, especially starting a business. Like we're doing things that, you know, yes, we have like a team of advisors and people helping us, but ultimately we're the decision makers. So, you know, if we don't think that something's right, we're going to tell each other because we want to obviously push our business forward. And the goal is to make Squab a household name and successful. The nice thing about it is you argue, you move on and that's it. And to share the moments that are like, when we have all those wins, yes, it's amazing to have somebody there with you to share those amazing moments, even when we have lows, like it's totally normal. Um, And we have bad days as well. It's nice that I have him with me that we can kind of share that experience together. So I, it's definitely an interesting dynamic, but it's amazing. And to have somebody on your team that you trust a hundred percent is something that, you know, a lot of founders struggle to find like a co-founder that they fully trust. Like I have my brother, he's not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely a relationship that you won't find anywhere else or find anyone that has the same relationship. Yeah, for sure. I noticed on your website that Swab has won quite a few different awards, including the Pitch to Rich. I'd love to hear more about that experience and maybe introduce our listeners to a new avenue in terms of funding when they're thinking of starting up their own business. For sure. So Pitch to Rich was exactly, like you said, one of those like wins that is just it was incredible. Um, being an entrepreneur is definitely a tough journey. And at times you could feel like, you know, what am I doing? I left a salary, an amazing paying job and starting my own business. It's like I said, always been my dream to be an entrepreneur, but yes, it could definitely be a lonely road. Um, and you know, having someone like Richard Branson choose your company, like one of the world's greatest entrepreneurs believe in what you're doing was just an incredible experience. So we had applied to the contest. We saw it online and when we made it to the second round, we thought, what, like, this is amazing. We made it to the second round. Um, and then we did a pitch video just kind of explaining Swab and who we are. And I think a couple weeks after Alex got a call and he basically missed the call, which was crappy, but <laughs> he missed the call. <clears throat> and he had a voicemail basically saying that we had won. So he called back right away. And <clears throat> I was actually at a tech event and he called me and said, Hey, what are you doing these three days? And I knew, cause we had it blocked in our calendar. They said within the contest, like if you make it, make sure you're free these few days. And I was at a tech event. And when he called me telling me the news that we had won, um, I had to like go outside and leave because I was crying like a baby. Like I could (laughs) not believe it. It it was just amazing. And to know, so 
Richard Branson had picked us out of thousands of entries across Canada. Like to have that is so like rewarding. It's an incredible experience because like I said, being an entrepreneur can be a tough journey, but having the world's greatest entrepreneur believe in you and choose your idea was, was an incredible feeling. So uh, we got to go out to Calgary, spent uh, an entire day with him, did some press with him. We also won $10,000, which was amazing. Um, and just kind of got to pick his brain. So it was, it was a crazy experience. In terms of funding, uh, so we won $10,000 with that contest, which was amazing. Um, so what I would say is we don't have any outside investment as of right now. And, you know, just being on this journey, a lot of people and things that I hear all the time in the industry is, you know, oh, you're starting a business. I got to raise money right away. And what I wanted to mention was, there are other opportunities for you to raise money as opposed to just going to an investor right away. So for us, how we started Swab is, yeah, obviously we know starting a business can be expensive. Um, so what we did was working in the advertising and marketing industry, we put together our savings. Uh, we did a friends and family round. And then that started to kind of get the prototype together and start the business. Um, and then afterwards, what we did was uh, we took a loan from Futurepreneur. So if you are a young entrepreneur wanting to start a business, I would highly recommend you look into Futurepreneur. And then um, there's government grants out there. So we took advantage of every single government grant that we possibly could. But another avenue that I never really thought that I'd be um, getting my funding from, and that's where honestly most of our funding has come from, is pitch competitions. So pitch competitions are an incredible way to get out there um, and possibly win money. So we won a few pitch competitions, which has been great for us, but it's also, like I said, the exposure. You want people to know about your business and you never know who's in the audience. So it's a great way to network as well and make connections and hey, if you don't end up winning, at least you've got the opportunity to share your business in front of a panel of judges in front of an audience. So I would highly, highly recommend looking into pitch competitions for sure. Thanks for that piece of advice. I honestly have never heard of pitch competitions and I don't think anyone I've ever talked to has. So I hope that our listeners who are maybe thinking of starting a business can look into that avenue in terms of funding because that's definitely a pain point and something that I think shies people away from being an entrepreneur because it is such a expensive venture and people usually don't know where to start. So hopefully if anyone out there is looking to start something, they can look into those and that will help them get on their way. I genuinely have to ask what it was like being on TV. I've seen that Swab has been on a number of, done a number of features, including eTalk, the Marilyn Dennis show. What was it like? My dream is to be on TV. So <laughs> I really like, would love to hear your experiences on TV. Um, I absolutely love being on TV. I, it's again, one of those rushes that, you just can't explain um, being on the Marilyn Dennis show and even eTalk and even uh, like BNN Bloomberg. It's just like you see cameras around you, you get your makeup done. Like it's just the coolest experience. And yeah. um, I absolutely love it. I feel like especially the Marilyn Dennis show and BNN Bloomberg, they're filmed and they're live. So you, That's you know, the stressful. very first time, yeah, definitely stressful. But again, it's like a rush like no other. I, I absolutely love being on TV and then just seeing yourself after um, 
like I'm not saying that I'm conceited or anything, but it's just so cool to say like, Hey, that's me. Like you're working hard for your business. And when you get an opportunity to showcase it on TV and showcase the audience that they have, it's incredible because this is why you're working. You want to put yourself out there. Even if it doesn't like, if you, even if you're not comfortable doing it, like try as hard as you can. My heart races before I'm on TV. And then it's like, when you're there, it's so like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just so cool. And knowing that you're there promoting your business and the reason why you're there is because of your business is just, it's incredible. I remember the first time we were on BNN Bloomberg, they told us afterwards, oh, like, great job guys. That was live. And we're like, what? That was live? live? No. So thank oh God they told us after because I had no idea. And then the second time I was on BNN Bloomberg, that's when I was like, okay, it is live. So watch what you say. And then that's when my heart was definitely racing right before. And it's just like the coolest thing, like to say that I've been on BNN Bloomberg twice talking about the hiring industry talking about swab is is insane it sounds like a very rewarding experience and if anyone from eTalk where the Maryland Dennis show is currently watching let me know contact <laughs> me I'd love to be on tv and <laughs> um, last week our guest or two weeks ago actually our guest Natalie talked a little bit about her experiences with imposter syndrome did you ever experience that when you started in your entrepreneurial phase or when you got out of college? How did you overcome that? Because I think definitely it's still something that is really affecting a lot of our graduates and a lot of young professionals in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Yes and no. I would say I was very honest about my experience, even just being an entrepreneur, that it's brand new. It's brand new to me. This is my first business and I was, like I said, in advertising before this and even with school, when I was finished school, like I was just completely honest that people knew that I was a recent grad. It's not like I came out and saying like, Hey, yeah, I've been working in advertising for years. Like, no, I think honestly, being honest with yourself and being honest with others is really helpful and beneficial to you because how I pretty much came over it was, and I, I'm still obviously learning is just learn, try to network and meet as many people as possible. Even for swab right now, we have a team of, of advisors, sorry, that we work with. And um, if I have a question, I'm not scared to reach out. Like this is my business. You want to learn as much as possible. And actually that's something that um, even Sophia Maruso and Growboss talked about is if you don't understand something, raise your hand. Like it's not a big deal. No one expects you to know everything right away. And I think sometimes with entrepreneurs, there is that pressure that you do need to know everything right away. Like my, I love marketing and advertising and starting a business was a passion of mine and I'm, I'm a go-getter, but the whole finance side is something that's new to me. So I have to learn that and I have to kind of have an overview on everything, especially having my own business. So I think asking the right questions, speaking up if you don't know something really will help you uh, overcome that imposter syndrome. And yeah, obviously there's some times where it's like you can kind of fake it to make it, but I try not to because I, I want to learn. I want to grow. For sure. And I think especially my generation and the people who are in university and high school and kind of entering the workplace right now, we feel that extra pressure for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because of social media and we see everyone else's um, achievements or if it's mm -hmm. because we just put so much pressure on ourselves as like a generation. But I think it's definitely hard for us to exactly what you said, raise your hand if you don't understand something. We're so 
shy and you know a lot of us fear judgment myself included mm-hmm. and so it is really a learning curve and really trying to remember in your head that you're not competing against anyone else but yourself so exactly if you need that support or you need a little bit of extra time before you can get where you want to go then take it and don't let anyone else affect your decisions or what you're going to do next exactly and i even think too like especially with social media i see it as well um especially with entrepreneurs and things that i follow too that um aside from like celebrities and everything like that that people really share all the highs and the wins and you need to remember that because sometimes it's like when we have a crappy day and when things aren't working out and it's like oh well this person has this this and this yeah but remember, they're only sharing that. They have crappy days too. And, and that's okay. And I think we need to, even for like for everyone, yeah. needs to see a little bit more of a crappy day. And it's right. okay to know that we're all human. It's Things yeah. happen. It's, it's definitely a balance. Because yeah. on social media, it's just all the highs. And yeah. obviously no one wants to glorify the lows. And no one wants to share that. But you do need to be reminded sometimes that, it's good and bad. Not everything's going to be up. Like sometimes you have to go down before you can get back up. So you got it. It's great to hear your experiences being an entrepreneur and how you've kind of overcome these things and moved past them and also have been learning ever since you started. Um, Where can our listeners connect with you guys online? Is it best through Instagram? What is your website? Like give us all your handles so everyone can connect with you guys. Um, I would say our Instagram and even our Twitter is at Swabap. Even if you want to connect with us on LinkedIn and Facebook, it's under Swabank. And our website is Swabap. And even if you want to download the app, it's completely free, available in the App Store and Google Play, and it's just Swab, S-W-O-V. And all of our listeners can also find all of your tags um, on our Instagram pages. We've tagged Stephanie and Swab, as well as on our website. We have a little bio, as well as a link to their website. So you can also find them through the business.casual.podcast. And before we close off, I want you to leave listeners with one piece of advice that you wish you knew when you started your career or that you've been given throughout your career that still holds true for you today. Um, I would say network, 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 and meet as many people as possible because you never know who knows who. Uh, When I first got out of university, I was looking for a job and then I, I went on to college as well. So I did both. And After college, I was looking for a job and it was through a professor who referred me to a place. And then I was uh, doing a lot of informational interviews at that time, just meeting as many people as possible. Like obviously right now, you're not really going out for coffee with people, but you could definitely do virtual interviews um, and get on LinkedIn, just kind of check out the career path that you would want to go on. And Uh, Like I said, you never know who knows who. And because I was doing that, that landed me my first job. Um, And then even with Swabbed, I would say like, again, we would go to networking events like crazy. Um, Just be open to meeting new people because yeah, you never know who knows who. And the person that you're speaking with might know somebody who's going to help your business. So keep an open mind, uh, build your network and um, just, yeah, meet as many people as possible. It's definitely a small world and that's actually how I connected with you is someone in my network (laughs) who I met 
very briefly by chance and had a great conversation with and ended up connect, connecting with them on LinkedIn. They commented on my post, put me in connection with you. So <laughs> I'm very grateful for that. I have loved meeting you and talking with you. Thank and with you. that, I, my sister and I just want to thank you again for joining oh, us on the show today. You. And again, listeners, connect with them on social media. Reach out to Stephanie through LinkedIn if you have any questions. And that is all. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Stephanie. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is great. And see the power of networking. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and check us out on Instagram at business.casual.podcast. Till next time.